Hey, hey, you guys, gang. What's going on with y'all this week? Uh, good to be back. Good to be back in this microphone. Uh, episode seventy nine on our hands. This is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Seventy ninth episode. Uh, like I said, uh, thankful that you're here listening. Thankful that you continue to do such. Uh, means the world. Um, another thing that means the world to me is after last week's episode, I had multiple people reach out to me and let me know that I was cared about and that I'm loved and that people are there for me and and stuff like that. And while I know that, you know, it's kind of reassuring when you're reassured. You know what I mean? It feels good. So to those people... I want to give a huge thank you to them. And for anyone that did listen and reach out, um, absolutely no hard feelings at all. Um, just listening to the show means enough to me. That is, you know, that means more than you would ever know. And honestly, that's all I even really ask for, you know. Um, but I do have to give some of those people that did reach out and let me know that I, that they were thinking to care about me, that they love me. You know, that means a lot. Um since then, you know, I feel like I'm kind of obligated to let you guys know how I've since and, you know, let you know to let you know how I've, how I've been handling this. And, you know, if I'm being completely honest, it's been, it's, it's had its ups and downs. Um, you know, last week I've had days where the thought never even went through my brain and I had other days that was the only thought I mean, to be completely with you. Um, so it has been, it's been definitely hard. Um, I feel like the hardest part for me is just the fact that, that it's not reciprocated. You know what I mean? That I was so giving with my love and my care and now here I am talking to you guys that really don't get, I mean, I can't imagine you do, you know, you give a shit and I don't listen to the show to listen to fucking talk problems. Um, but thanks for listening, Karen. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it was, it's pretty defend exhausting to, uh, you know, have so much love and so much care that you want to give to somebody that I feel like, um, not receiving it, but you know, like I said in this episode, your mind can't help but, but, um, you know, these scenarios mind and you no, know, you can't help but think was whatever was the was the care that was there were actually there, and that's just something that I've kind of been going through, and that's been something that I've I've struggled with the most here recently. Is it just doesn't feel like? No, am I not giving? Am I not? But I do to give. Looking back, I wonder if I was receiving. I was giving. You know what I mean? Um, and it's tough. It's tough. And at this point, I feel like it's been long enough. I feel like I'm kind of starting to get into the the anger, angry side of it. Then there's another part of me that doesn't want to be angry. I feel like me getting angry is giving this person what they want. I feel like this person wants me to be angry with them. They want me to not want to have them in my life. And they feel like if if they're not the one that makes the cut, then they have no cross to bear. They have no um, guilt to feel in it because, hey, look, I was still talking to him, but he didn't want to, you know, he wanted to not talk to me, you know, so, you know, it just makes it easier for them to live with themselves. Um, and great segue to live with themselves. That's one thing that 
I have a hard time dealing with is because it's like we're two weeks removed from it, something like that. And I'm still on this podcast talking to you guys fucking having a tough ass time, you know, being completely honest with you guys. It's, it, it hasn't been easy. And, you know, I look, you know, to the opposing party and it doesn't feel like, you know, not only is it not hard now, you know, if it, if it was like, okay, he's over it now, you know, I could, I could wrap my head around it a little easier to be like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe she just has a, an easier time getting over this kind of stuff. And if that were the case, you know, I don't think I would type away, but I mean, even the day after, you know, um, the day of, you know, it didn't feel like there was any, any regret, any sadness, anything like that. And, you know, I, I can't even fucking get up in bed without thinking like, man, I miss, I miss that. I'm, you know, having somebody to lay down with me, having somebody to fucking snuggle with, you know what I mean? Have somebody watch TV with, you know? Um, and like I said in the last episode, it really has nothing to do with the sex, you know? Um, you know, I went a long period of my time of my life without ever having sex. So like, you know, I, I can manage that. But one thing that I can't as well, which strange. And I think, um, you know, I think it just goes to show I really put in to this is that, you know, I have been single, you know, without a partner for such a long time. You know, there's much more, much more. I mean, like tons more time in my life where I have been alone and single and, and I never had a problem with it. And it was normal. It was, it was commonplace for me. You know, that's just what I expect. I was never looking for anything, blah, blah, whatever. But now, now that it's, over, I had become so accustomed to having this person in my life and having this person to count on and to trust, to be able to talk to. And now I look at myself and I can't even remember who I was before that. You know what I mean? And like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to get on here to give nobody some, some sappy story. Um, I don't want no pity party by no means. Um, but you know, I kind of use this as, um, a form of therapy to talk about stuff that's on my head, talk about stuff that I'm thinking about. And I, again, I thank you guys so much for listening to it and caring enough to just play, you know, you're listening. Doesn't me just to know that you're, you're listening means, means, uh, or just that's playing. Like I said, this plan means enough. Um, but it's been, it's been tough. Like I said, there's been days that have been harder than others and, and some that's been easier. And, uh, and while I'm upset, you know, I have gotten to the point where I am upset because the thing is, and I'm not trying to bu- or make myself sound like this kind of fucking, uh, demigod of love. But the thing is, is when I love somebody, I love somebody, you know, when I was growing up, that was always something that pulled, you know, there are some work, there were, my parents used to tell me this, there are words in, in your vocabulary that you will use have more weight and more strength than others. Right. And two in particular were love and hate from a young age. My parents would forbid sir or I to say that we hate someone. You could say you hate lima beans, you hate Brussels sprouts, whatever. But if you, you can't, you don't hate people. You don't hate anyone. You kick them, but you do not hate them. And that's something that I always kept with me. And I, ne- and I, you know, I kind of vowed, vowed to never hate anyone. And that's not a segue to say that I hate, I hate this girl because I don't. But the other word 
that was very strong was love. The word love was not in word. You know, my, my parents never said, you know, you can't, you can't say that you love somebody. You can't say, but they made it known that love is very strong and you word unless you truly mean it. Now, same thing goes, you'd say, hey, you can say, I love fucking Fruity Pebbles. I love fucking huffing gasoline, whatever, you know, whatever the fuck you love, that's okay. But when it comes to love as an emotion toward another person, that's where it gets to the point where you have to be careful. Because if you tell somebody that you love them and you might not actually love them, you know, that causes pain person, that hurt person. When they find out that you told them that you love them, and they find that you lied. You never loved. You know what I mean? So that's that's one thing that I've always been careful of. You know, I haven't told a lot of people outside of family and friends that them. Because the thing is, is I've always wanted to be the person to make sure that I mean it when I say it. If I tell you I love you, I mean that shit. Unless I'm drunk or something. Then maybe, maybe not. But like, really, like my friends, you can pay my friends out of a fucking hat. And you love this guy. Do you, do you mean it? I mean it with my whole heart. You know, I would put, you know, uh, I would trust, I would trust those guys with my life. Oh, my dad, my sister, my nephews, my uncles, aunts, whatever. You know, I love them. I love them so much. So when you're in a relationship and it gets to the point where you love this person, I've, I've always been kind of somebody to kind of speak what's, what's on my chest, you know, you know, say what I'm, say what I'm thinking, um, until it gets to the point of like feelings. So to tell this girl that I loved her was not easy for me. One night I was drunk and I told her that I loved her. And I thought to myself, did I just fuck up? Did I just, you know, did I, did I step too far out? You know, did I, you know, I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, fast forward a couple of weeks, you know, there's some prodding because, you know, she's like, Hey, you remember what you said to me? And her telling me that made me think the feeling was mutual. So I came out and I said, yeah, I love you, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm going to try not to get too personal because I definitely don't want to blast my business or the other person's business at all. Um, but you know, love is something that, that, at least myself personally, I hold that word very high. You know, that word a lot. And to love someone and to have someone to love you, those are strong feelings. You know, while the word is strong, the feelings and the emotions that are attached to that word are just as strong, if not some stronger. So when you're told by someone, when you say it, um, and like I said, for me, I'm not going to say it unless I mean it, right? But if I'm told it, you know, I'm like a, like a little fucking orphan. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking for somebody to fucking love me. Not really. That makes it seem like I'm desperate because I'm not. not. Like I said, I spent a lot of time not having a fucking partner. Um, and I never had a problem with it. But the thing was is, is you know, we just live in such a fucking a shitty time. Um, at least I think, you know, I've never lived in any other time period, but you know, you, you talk to older people and you hear about older, older couples and stuff and you know, the older couples, they prevailed because the feelings that they had toward one another were in the open. You know, your grandma and grandpa might not have ever been fucking married and had your parents and then your parents had you 
if your grandpa would have never told your grandma that I love you, that I care about you, that I think that you're pretty, that I think you're funny, that I think, you know, nowadays, and it's so, it's so stupid because you would think who wouldn't want to hear that stuff. But at least from a guy's perspective, I can't speak from a female's perspective and I can't speak from the certain female that, you know, I have these feelings toward, you know, I would think at least if I tell you every day that I love you and I tell you how much you mean to me and I tell you how pretty you are and how funny you are and how smart you are. And, and like I said, just, just care about you, everything in my eyes. If I had somebody that every day, it would, it would, you know, it would mean the world, you know? And that's another thing is, is with this female, that was something that I was pretty consistently reassured of is that I was loved and that I was cared about and that I was thought fondly of fondle fond <laughs> fondly she always thought about fondling my nuts i'm sorry sorry that word just caught me off guard um but you know once it's over um you know shit ends differently all the time but for me it it was just so abrupt you know what i mean like it was like no warnings whatever it just fucking dropped on me and it getting dropped on me was, you know, the same as the metaphorical fucking heart just getting crushed in a billion little pieces and then step. And, you know, the reasoning, it, it gives you closure, you know, depending on um, what happened, you know, if it's like a mutual thing, if it's, you know, you got cheated on, if it's just something that the other party come to the conclusion that, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be in this relationship. To me it's kind of like a slap in the face because it's like I showed you so much love and I showed you so much care and so much respect. I never, I never one lied to you, mistreated you. Um, I never made you wonder if I still loved you, if I still liked you, if I still fucking thought about you every day of my life. Um, you know, you knew this stuff, you know, this was knowledge to you. And, you think back on all the times that you said that, and you also think back on the times that it was said back to you, and you can't help but think, you know, was that, did you, did you ever mean it, you know? Or was I just somebody to try to help you get through something, and I ended up um, more hurt than than you did? You know, because I look at it now, and... It's like, like I said, two weeks out, I still have a fucking tough time with it. You know, I'm honestly surprised that I have, I'm having a, a, an easy enough time coming on here to talk about it. But you, like I said, you look across the pond, you fucking, and it's like nothing ever happened, right? It's like, look, I understand that the light long, you know, the lifespan of that relationship was not very long. I can understand that. I can see that. But how can you just act like it never happened? And that's what hurts. That's what's what makes me think that, you know, was I ever cared about? Was I ever loved? You know, was I just, was I just uh, a little, was I just some fun to you? You know, when, and, and you know, I was in it, I was in it. I was in hardcore, dude, so hard. And, uh, but it's fucking thrown away. And... I'll just go out on the record for anybody, friends, my family. Um, they can attest to this. You know, if I love you, nobody's going to love you hard. Man. No one will love, will, or do, or I'm going to. 
Uh, that word is not very fucking, uh, that word is not light to me. And again, said I've never been a person to let the emotional side of me to other people. Thing is, is that I do let that show to you know it takes a long time for them to gain that trust, to gain that respect. Whether it's something that they do or things that they say, I know I can go to my mom or my dad. I know I can go to um, my friends any day. But to be with someone for as little time as it really was, and to trust them enough with my feelings and with my heart. Because a day it's like, it's like I thought I had her heart in my hands and she had hers. And now I'm coming to realize that I was holding a fucking decoy and she was holding fucking real deal Holyfield. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's hard to deal with. And I'm trying not to fucking stay on this topic for too long as we're fucking like 20 minutes in and I'm still talking about it because I know that I know that this is not why you guys listen to the show to hear me fucking piss and moan about stuff going on in my life. But look, on, on a real note, this is like the biggest fucking thing to happen in my life in, in a long time, you know, in the span of fucking a month and a half, two biggest things in my life in a long time happened. You know, I fell in love and got my heart broke, you know? Um, but it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard. You know, you trust somebody, you love somebody, you expect that trust and that love back. And you sit there and, and you don't get it back. It hurts, man. It hurts a lot. Um, and I'm no stranger to the feeling of loving someone and caring about someone and not getting that feeling back. You know, there's been plenty of times growing up and and not even so much growing up, but, you know, middle school, high school, even a little bit out of high school. You know, I'm not that far out of high school, but still, you know, there's people that you you take a liking to. And everything that you know about this person, everything that you, you know, every time you've ever been with them, every time you've ever talked to them, everything about that person makes it enough that you love this person. And when they don't love you back, it hurts. It hurts. Like I said, I've, I've been in that boat before, but one thing that hurts worse than having love, um, towards someone that doesn't love you back. What's worse than that is having love for someone that you thought was supposed to have love back for you. You know what I mean? Um, it's a hard ass p- pill to swallow. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I wouldn't wish that that heartbreak feeling on my worst enemy. Um, but you sit there and you look, you know, in my situation, you know, I sit there and I look at how hard of a time I've had. And I look at how easy of a time the other person has had. And I just wish that for a second, you know, you could feel how I'm feeling you know, towards you, you know, um, it's tough. It's tough. It's real tough. But again, uh, thanks for letting me fucking talk about that for 20 minutes. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this episode will be longer than last week's just cause I fucking talked more about it, but it has become easier to talk about. I've talked to other people, people that I love, people that I trust. Um, and it's just like, you know, you give that much love, you deserve to receive at least some of it. And you would think if it was a if it was a hard thing to do, you would still have a hard time with it. You know, to break somebody's heart. If it, if it was that hard for you to do, uh, you would think that that it would be hard to deal with still. And like I said, 
I wasn't the I wasn't the breaker in the situation. I was the breaky, and you know, I'm still brokey. You know what I mean? Uh, but like I said, it, it gets better. It, it's getting better. I know time heals all, and although a lot of times that's not what I want to hear, I know it's the truth. And as hard as it is to live with, I really don't have a choice, right? So, uh, yeah. So I was playing with my dog the other day, and uh, what? Is, what? Look, this is look. Okay, before we talk about my dog, I want to tell you guys about this crazy ass dream I had the other day. Wild ass dream. Actually, it was last night. So listen to this, okay? I know this is way off base from where I just was, but this will brighten the mood a little bit for myself and for the, for you, the listener. Um, so I had this dream last night, so I'm gonna set the scene for you. So it takes place in this high school. Now it's not my high school. It's not any high school I've ever been to. It's like that movie, that, that movie high school, you know what I mean? Like, like the high schools that are in movies. Now I can't pick out which movie, but like, that's what it reminded me of was like a, a high school in a movie. So I'm in high school and like a block away from this Arby's. I couldn't say fuck Arby's, but one of our school was Arby's since it was so close to this school. So I go to Arby's one day at school and uh, I go, like I said, I go and I go and I order like for whatever reason, like this Arby's had pizza and like cheese sticks and shit. So I go and I order like a pizza and something else and something else. And I'm going to go, go back to school and I'm going to split it with my friends. Well, I grab it and I think I'm like riding a scooter in my dream. Well, I come back and I start uh, sharing it with my friends and I had like one piece of this pizza. Mind you, the pizza in my dream was fucking garbage. Like think of the worst pizza you've ever had. The pizza was like 10 times worse, but you know how like, like good. So it's like, even if you got a bad fucking pizza, you're still going to put it to put it, put it, to, put it to, you know, fuck it up. You know, I don't know what I was trying to say. Fuck it up. Uh, but I remember I set it down. I eat one piece of the pizza and I like went to the bathroom and when I come in and ate it, um, look over at some cafeteria, just fuck big ass bite of the, and I was like, whatever, bro. It's for you. And then I'll get to the uh, fall game. But I, before the volleyball game, we're sitting in the cafeteria and there's like these girls and these girls that I'm like kind of digging on. Like, I'm like, Oh, and mind you, I don't know who these females are. These are females that just fucking manifested themselves into my brain. I don't, I don't know. Like even I woke up and I couldn't, I couldn't tell you who any of them were. It's not like it was, it wasn't fresh enough in my brain. Like, like it's fresh enough in my brain. Like I can still kind of picture those faces. The hell she was, but I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, digging them. Right. And so there was one that I was digging and she was like, not fucking with me at all. And I was like, whatever, man, whatever. Well, her friend was fucking with me. Like she was flirting with me. She was, you know, and all, you know, just being, just being a little flirt. Right. Well, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Volleyball game. I don't know. I don't kind of fucking volleyball game. It was in school, like during school at the school. If I'm remembering correctly, I don't know if in my dream this was ever fixed, but I think it was like a volleyball game with like different groups in the school had create created teams. 
So these, the one girl that I was trying to, trying to, you know, fancy up was on the team with her friend that was fancy of me, right? And of the, that she starts liking me. So then the girl kind of like, oh, play the game. They, they come out and kind of like dancing or they, uh, I guess they had, the, they come ups off at the entrance of the gym or whatever. Well, fancy of me took her to stop. This, this is gross and weird that I'm telling you in a dream. Nothing happens. Okay. Nothing happens. But for whatever reason, this team that this girl's, they're trip ball uniforms. They're wearing like a straw and just some like, kind of like speedo shorts. Not in the cool design. Like it was, uh, how to describe it. It was like, like velvet stripes, like maybe coral. I don't know. Comes out and like I said, they're supposed to take warm ups off before they come in. Well, the girl that was fancy and took the top off and still had the bottoms on. Well, she comes in and they're like, Hey, you got to take your, uh, your warm ups off. And she's like, Oh, okay. And she pulls down her pants and like flashes her cheeks at me, you know, just like high school, little fucking slut, man. And I'm like, shit. All right. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. This is what we're doing at fucking school. All right. Whatever. And I remember I like look back at my boys and they're like, damn bro. And uh, that's really all I remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was like, Hey motherfucker, you're getting too attached. Wake the fuck up. You know, I was about to fucking cry for a couple of days about her. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but no, that was just a strange dream. I also had another one the other day where I was like at this fucking, I don't even remember it fully anymore. Um, but we were like this big party. It was like me and a handful of my friends were at this huge ass party. Like, mind you, giant party. And it's like a fucking Hollywood party. Like, I've never been to a Hollywood party, but like the way I would imagine a Hollywood party would be like, it's like a nice, nice ass house, big ass house. <clears throat> bunch of fucking people just a fucking um what do they call that like a barn burner or like a slobber knocker whatever you call it man just a crazy ass party and i'm like talking to people and blah 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 well for whatever reason this nice ass house with all these people that this party's at was only like a couple miles up the road from my house well we get done at the party and we're all pretty fucked up me and my friends and uh like i don't know if we didn't want to stay there we couldn't stay there whatever but i was like i was like guys we're fine it's like my house is just a couple miles up the road i'm like we can drive mind you in my dream i was fucked up and we uh we start driving back to my house and before we get to my house one of my friends is like hey let's go to the gas station get something to eat and we're all like oh hell yeah that sounds like a good idea and uh, like right before we get to the gas station, blue lights flash up in the rearview mirror. And I'm like, oh, that's not for me. And my friend that's sitting in the passenger seat's like, yeah, bro, it is. And he like grabs the wheel from the passenger seat and like tilts it over to get me to pull over. And the cop shows up and it's like two cops and they're like talking to me, you know, are you drinking? Are you drunk? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. And uh. And then, like, I didn't have to take a field sobriety test or anything. They just let me go. And we went back to my house for a second. And then we went back to this party. Well, at this party, as we pull up, none other than fucking uh, future Hall of Fame quarterback Eli Manning is there. And I walk up to him. I'm like, did I get a DUI? And he's like, yeah, bro. And I'm like, but how? And he's like. I was like, you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't pull me out of my car. They didn't arrest me. They didn't do anything. They just, you know, I was like, so I got a DUI and he's like, yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, you got to be smarter, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I don't remember a bunch more, but I remember uh, waking up in real life and thinking to myself, like, you fucking dumbass, why'd you get a DUI? <laughs> like, I, I remember I was drinking that night. I was actually drinking alcohol that night. I had that dream and I woke up and I was like, what the fuck are you thinking getting a DUI? Just goofy ass shit. I don't understand why my brain just goes on odd tangents and makes me think of fucking shit that is just outrageous. Um, but I get, I, I go to work yesterday and I come home and, or no, it wasn't yesterday. It was like Thursday or Friday. Yesterday it was Sunday. Um, it's like, it's like Wednesday, Thursday, maybe Friday. I don't know. And I get home and I start eating, uh, pretzels and something. I'm eating that shit. I'm like, this is good. And I gave a log and it made me wonder, hummus is such a fucking like wild card of a food. Like, I don't know should have it. You know, all the dogs can't have like dogs can't, uh, what is it? Macadamia nuts. They can't have chalk. They can't have a bunch. Like there's a fucking huge list that dogs eat. You know, I never heard someone saying your cat, that fucking peanut eye. What's up with that? Dogs, step your fucking... You guys used to be wolves, and now y'all eat a Damien? What, what, what is the issue there? And then he went, and they 5,000 maybe to come where, and he packed, and it killed him. Humans always just been a shit. But, like, true shit, humans, they're eating it. But a macadamia person, their body can't handle it. But... But a huge like, yeah, that. So what's up with dog? How many years dog been alive? Why has nobody figured out how to make them be able to eat everything? Like, understand why dog? You never hear about pigs being allergic, or cats. That's like I said, or it's fucking or what you don't hear. Or maybe it's you know, it could go upstairs right now and grab a fucking handful of dog food and put that shit up. I'm not going to, but I could. And I probably would not receive much of a fucking backlash from my body other than maybe like throwing up because it tastes like shit. But a dog goes upstairs and grabs the fucking tin of macadamia nuts or the the tray with fucking M&Ms in it. Bro, two hours later, that motherfucker is dead. Like, how'd you die? Why'd you die? Just fucking barf it up or something. Or just be stronger. Quit being fucking allergic to chocolate, dude. What a fucking dumbass would be allergic to. That's like when you hear somebody's lactose intolerant. Like, no the fuck you're not, bro. Step your game up. Like, that's the funny thing about lactose intolerance is apparently it's not like the natural is to be intolerant of of like a of like other animals lactose of other animals milk you know like i think every person is born to be able to handle like human like your mother's milk but like the it's not natural to uh to be able to fucking put down a glass of cow titty milk they say it's a mutation. It's like a genetic mutation that you can handle it. And I look at my sister. My sister will shit her brains out for three hours if she eats fucking ice cream or drinks milk or fucking does whatever the hell else has milk in it. Me, I'll put a gallon of 2% down like it's my fucking job. I don't, but I could. I actually don't be drinking milk like that. It's a lot of unneeded sugar. Um, but milk's actually fire, dude. That's actually a slept on drink. A lot of people shit on milk. Milk is the mayonnaise of the of the drink world. 
you know, a lot of people shit on mayonnaise. I've never understood that either because in my personal opinion, I feel like mayonnaise has got to be like a top three condiment of all time. You know, it probably goes like hot sauce, ketchup, mayonnaise. I'm saying of all time from a, a, well, okay, I guess maybe hot sauce is biased. I mean, if you go all time, it's probably mustard, mayonnaise, or ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard. Maybe ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise. But like, why are you acting like mayonnaise is gross? Now, if you say Miracle Whip's gross, I'll dap you up right now. Miracle Whip is not that fire. I'll be honest. But if you don't think mayonnaise is good, you're not a fucking human being, dude. You're something else. And look, I'm not the kind of guy to fucking grab a spoon and grab a jar of mayonnaise and just go to town. That's actually fucking repulsive. I won't deny that. But put mayonnaise on a fucking chicken sandwich or on any sandwich for that matter. Dude, it's game over. Like you go to McDonald's with somebody and they're like, yeah, let me get a McChicken, no mayonnaise. Like, so you're going to gum down that fucking desert of a sandwich with just lettuce as your only moisturizing agent. It's like, oh no, I'll chug this Coke with it too. Like, oh, okay. The shit that's fucking melting your teeth right now. The shit that's giving you an ulcer. All right. Or the Sprite. Man, that Sprite will fuck you up. But that Sprite, man, it's got it's got like a good fuck you up. It's like I've never felt pain that I enjoyed like that, man. Same thing with, uh, look, this used to be my go-to years ago. I would go and I would get, uh, you know, I'd get hammered one night. I wake up the next morning fucking hungover like hell. My first stop on the way home from whoever's house I was drinking at is the gas station. And the only, or at least the first thing that's coming with me is a Sprite Zero. Look, they do something to Sprite Zero that's fucking different, bro. You take, and you're thirsty, right? You just woke up from drinking all night. You're fucking dehydrated as hell. So you grab that shit. And like for me, I can't be chugging pop like that. I got to be thirsty as fuck to chug some pop, some soda, some carbonated beverage. But you grab me a Sprite Zero when I'm thirsty as fuck hungover. Look, I'm taking it. I'm chugging a quarter of the bottle right there. And then I'm going to sit there for about 40 to 45 seconds and wrench in pain because that fucking spicy ass, pokey ass Sprite Zero going down my esophagus is fucking my shit up. And I'll tell you what, I've never felt anything fucking better, dude. I have never felt anything better. That is so fucking good. It's way better. Like, you know, those times you'll drink something warm, you'll feel it. Or even if it's like cold water, you know, you'll feel, you know, if it's, if it's heavy on either end of the temperature spectrum, you know, if it's pretty warm or if it's pretty cold, you know, you can feel that shit run down your, your esophagus into your stomach. And, and all you feel is just the, the temperature. That's all you feel. And you feel, and, and you feel the liquid move as well. You get a fucking cold ass Sprite Zero. Not only are you feeling it trickle down and be cold, you're also feeling it like give you a couple fucking shanks to the esophagus on its way down. Like, you're like, oh, fuck. And like I said, you sit there for a second, you, you know, you breathe through it and then you let out the fucking one of the most, gut-wrenching, world-defeating um, burps in your life. 
And if anybody was there, they would either look at you like, holy fuck, I've never seen anything like that. And they would, they would say that in either a way of like, I'm impressed or like, if you do that in front of my kid again, I'm actually going to fucking murder you. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to go away with that shit, bud. Don't be burping like that in front of my son. He's fucking eight months old. He's never heard that. Never heard that shit. Um, you know, football happened and shit. Uh, national championship tonight. Oh, also speaking of football, look, I told you guys that sports betting is legal now, bro. Knock on wood. My money is currently up right now. When I first downloaded the sports book, right? I put 25 bones in there, 25 bones. I'm up to like 200 and some change right now. I'm feeling pretty fresh right now. I got, I got bread in there. Now, here's the thing. I'm talking about this right now. I knocked on wood. I would go on the record right now to say I will probably lose all of that before it becomes enough for me to want to pull it out. And that says enough about me as a somewhat of a gambling addict that being up $175 is not enough for me to pull it out. Like, ah, but what if it's 2000, you know, if it got up to that, if even, if it even got up to like 500, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking that. But 200, I'm like, look, we can, we can do better than 200. Let's be real. Let's be real. Come on guys. Especially with the, the, the fan duel, they'll do these things like once a fucking week, twice a week where they're like, Hey, if anybody breathes, we'll give you a hundred bucks. You're like, fuck, I'm in. That's where most of it's come from. They'll do these, they do this one. If there's a single point scored in a football game, max bet 50 bucks. You put 50 bucks, you win 100. You get your money plus what you'd win. So 100 bucks. So you're like, okay, I'm in. It's like, that's free money. You'd be stupid not to take that. Yeah. Hey, if somebody fucking blinks tonight, we'll give you 10 grand. I'm like, I don't know. That's pretty tough. It is the fucking staring contest world championship tonight. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's blinking down there. Yo, if that's a thing, nobody can blink. If there's a, if there's a fucking uh, staring contest, um, like world championship, nobody can blink. Maybe like spectators can blink, but like, of course the, the contestants can't, you know, the, the performers, the athletes, I consider that a sport. Staring contest. You got to train for that shit. You got to have your eyes open for a long time. And there'd probably, there'd probably be rules, you know, if, if, if you get to like less than 25% openness, you're disqualified, you know, so you got to hold them bitches open, open. So I assume if that was a thing, it'd be crazy. But then you got the judges, the judges can't blink. Cause what if judge takes a blink and while he takes a blink, some other guy takes a blink, you know, one of the contestants takes the blink and the guy he's going against is like, yo, that motherfucker just blinked. And the judge is like, I, I didn't see no blink. And like, yeah, cause you fucking blinked. It's like, there's no blinking allowed in the world national staring contest finals, man. You know, you can get, you can, you can, you can allow it in like the semifinals, maybe even like the, 
uh, quarterfinals, but you get down to the finals, bro. Nah, there's not a soul allowed to fucking play. If you're going to blink, that's like peer pressure. That's like when you're around your boys and you're like, hey, bro, just fucking do a little wine of cocaine. It'd be cool. And then fucking six months later, dude's fucking strung out living under a bridge because that one time you told him to do cocaine. Now he's fucking addicted. So that's your fault. It's also your fault if you go to a staring contest competition and you blink and just so happens somebody that's not supposed to blink sees you blink and it makes them want to blink and they're like, ah, be nice to blink right now. So they blink and then it's your fault that they just lost that shit. That's a $500,000 pot right there, bro. You just lost that full 500 grand because you can't keep your fucking eyes open. That's selfish, man. That is selfish as fuck if you do that. If you go to a fucking staring contest championship and you're blinking, somebody needs to beat your ass. Plain and simple. Um, sorry for going on that weird tangent. You know, went on a couple different tangents today about my heart being broke and fucking staring contest world championship. Um, but I assume that's probably real. That'd be cool if it was. Um, I hope you guys have a fucking awesome week. Uh, be looking forward to seeing me before this time next week for sure. Um, I'd like to be start scattering more in per week. And then eventually I would like to get to the point where... I'm doing this motherfucker like every day of the week. Maybe take Sunday off, something like that. But like often, often. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh, keep your eye on my Snapchat, on my Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Uh, hit me up. Hey, dumbass, when are you going to put a new fucking episode out? You know, I need that, honestly. I need some accountability in my life. But uh, yeah, just just keep your eyes peeled. Keep your ears peeled. Keep your grapes peeled <laughs> i don't know what that means uh but yeah guys have a fucking awesome week like i said i'll see you in a few days be careful and don't fall in love peace